Hello and good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. Yes, it is September 1st, a new month. Uh, today is <clears throat> first day of school for us here in Wisconsin. I thought it was always um, the day after Labor Day, but apparently it depends on where Labor Day falls. Sometimes it's the week before Labor Day. Anyway, so <laughs> we begin today with our day school. We'll be gathering as uh, a whole school for chapel. We're able to do that with social distancing and whatnot with the kids. So that'll be uh, at about uh, 1040. So keep us in our prayers. Well, hopefully I can get back into the swing of that too. All right, let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We say our memory verse for this week. Again, uh, it's a memory verse, so try to learn it by heart if you're able. Lord, you have been our dwelling place from all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Psalm 90, verses 1 through 2. Our psalm for this week is Psalm 89, the first half. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I said, steadfast love will be built up forever. In the heavens you will establish your faithfulness. You have said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to David my servant. I will establish your offspring forever and build your throne for all generations. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? A God greatly to be feared in the council of the holy ones, and awesome above all who are around him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is mighty as you are, O Lord, with your faithfulness all around you. You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You crushed Rahab like a carcass. You scattered your enemies with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. The world and all that is in it, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. Tabor and Hermon joyously praise your name. You have a mighty arm. Strong is your hand, high your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are the people who know the festal shout, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who exalt in your name all the day and in your righteousness are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength. By your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord, our King, to the Holy One of Israel. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right. Our first reading today is continuation from the writer to the Hebrews, chapter 2. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through the angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his will. For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak, in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things under in subjection under his feet. For, in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. There ends our reading. And our reading for catechesis is from Exodus chapter 25. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering. For everyone who gives it willingly, with his heart, you shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take from them, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair, ramskins dyed red, badger skins, and acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. And they shall make an ark of acacia wood, Two and a half cubits shall be its length, a cubit and a half its width, and a cubit and a half its height. And you shall overlay it with pure gold, inside and out you shall overlay it, and shall make on it a molding of gold all around. And you shall cast four rings of gold for it, and put them in its four corners. Two rings shall be on one side, and two rings on the other side. And you shall make poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. You shall put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark, that the ark may be carried by them. The poles shall be in the rings of the ark, they shall not be taken from it. And you shall put in into the ark of testimony, which I will give you. Oh, into the ark, the testimony which I give you. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold, Two and a half cubits shall be its length, and a cubit and a half its width. And you shall make two cherubim of gold 
of hammered work you shall make them at the two ends of the mercy seat. Make one cherub at one end and the other cherub at the other end. You shall make the cherubim at the two ends of, of it of one piece with the mercy seat. And the cherubim shall stretch out their wings above, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and they shall face one another. The faces of the cherubim shall be toward the mercy seat. You shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark, and in the ark you shall put the testimony that I will give you. And there I will meet you, and I will speak with you from above the mercy seat, from between the two cherubim, which are on the ark of the testimony about everything which I give you in the commandment to the children of Israel. All right, there ends our reading. Questions? Uh, But first, priority here, coffee. What was Moses to receive from the people? Of course, for the purpose of the ark. Yeah, an offering. And how how much would each man expected to give? Notice this in verse 2. This is important. It's not under command, but it's, yeah, each gives it willingly with his heart. So, it's as much as his heart prompts him to give willingly and freely. So, what is the basis of this offering? Would you say it's the law or is it gospel? Yeah, this is according to the gospel. This is a, uh, what do you want to say, a response or a fruit of faith. Um, Give some examples of what was offered. There's all sorts of things, right? You have gold, silver, bronze, yarn, linen, goat hair, ramskins, badger skins. What else is in there? Acacia wood, olive oil, spices, gems, all sorts of stuff, right? Beautiful things, too. And these were to be used to make what? Here in verse 8, you see it. A sanctuary. That's probably the word we use more often now in English. Um, Literally, this would be the tabernacle, which is really helpful when we start to think of, say, John chapter 1, and the Lord tabernacling amongst us, skenos in Greek. Um, now, according to verse 9, how was it to be built? Yeah, according to the pattern which God would give Moses. I might say according to the instruction that God gives. All right. Now, what important item is described in particular here in verses 10 to 22? Not just the tabernacle, but first is described here the ark, right? We call it the ark of the testimony, also known as the ark of the covenant. And uh, what do you think the four rings of gold symbolize? Think of four in the Bible. We have the four ends, uh, four corners of the world, right? But I would think first we'd, you'd might come to mind uh, the four Gospels that portray Jesus. The rings are the sign of the eternal Father who sends forth the eternal Son. And why gold? Of course, this is um, demonstrating the richness of God and the Blessed Trinity. What do you think the wooden poles covered with gold would remind us of? Why wood poles, not just solid gold ones? Hmm. Yeah, maybe the cross. Right? That would bear the Lord's body. What's put into the ark? Remember, it's the ark of the testimony, right? So the testimony is what's put in the ark. The testimony the Lord would give. Now, this is really important. What is put on top of the ark? 
What does it say there? Yeah, it's called the mercy seat. The mercy seat. Uh, I think that word mercy is quite important, isn't it? Um, You might also call it the atonement cover. What does the word atonement mean? Yeah, atonement is to make satisfaction or payment or restitution for sin. That is, in fulfillment of the law. It's the covering of a debt. Right? So this is really important with the mercy seat. It's to recognize that God covers sin. It's already right there in the ark. Of course, you have the testimony, which is the law, and then the, the mercy seat is placed over the law. So the testimony of the law, as you know, as we learn the Ten Commandments, and we're going to do Commandments 1 and 2 this week, it indicates chiefly the guilt, our guilt, and condemns us. That's the second use, we say. But the mercy seat, even here in the ark, um, is shown or symbolizes the way that God covers the sins of his people through the blood of sacrifice, which will be placed on that mercy seat and then ultimately fulfilled in the blood of his son. What is set atop the two mercy, uh, top the mercy seat? I just gave it away. It's two. Two cherubim. And what did the cherubim face? Now they faced each other, that is, towards the mercy seat. And why? Remember, these angels, as we learned yesterday from the reading from Hebrews, are ministering spirits, right? They always uh, are ministering to the gospel. That is, they gaze upon the mercy of God in Christ's sacrifice. And that's uh, what these messengers deliver to us. What would happen at the ark's mercy seat, according to what he spoke to Moses here? God says, verse 22, I will speak with you from above the mercy seat. I will meet you there and speak to you there. Um, hmm, now maybe think New Testament. <laughs> uh, where did God speak to us in the New Testament with two witnesses on either side? Talked about this yesterday in regards uh, to our previous reading from Exodus 24. Well, maybe at the um, Mount of Transfiguration, right, where there's Moses and Elijah with him, testifying to him, speaking with him. But I think even more uh, with the ark here and the emphasis on mercy and even those wood poles, we think of the cross, right, where there are two witnesses on either side. um, And he speaks to us that our sins have been paid for, right? When he says, Father, forgive them, and it is finished. Beautiful. All right. So meditation. The way of the law always busies itself with measuring what is the required and recommended giving. But the way of the gospel identifies generosity as flowing from faith. Such faith always focuses on its object, Jesus. He is the seat or location of all mercy the atoning sacrifice covering of over all our sins that are condemned by the law. He has met with us at the cross and declared to the entire world that our sins have been paid for by his blood. The ugliness of the wooden cross is covered over by the body of the Lord, which hung upon it and is far more valuable than gold. The saving power of the cross is to be preached to the four ends of the earth that all men may be gathered together around the one who has met with men by coming in the flesh. And like I said, um, this whole teaching of the tabernacle is certainly in in the mind of John the Evangelist uh, in his opening chapter. I think John chapter 1 verse 14. 
Excellent. Let's confess our catechism for this week. First commandment, you shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Second commandment, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not curse, swear, use satanic arts, lie, or deceive by his name, but call upon it in every trouble. Pray, praise, and give thanks. Let us pray. Lord God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you teach us to trust in you above all things, because you are the only true and living God. You love us and provide us with everything that we need for our life and salvation. Forgive us for making gods out of ourselves. Forgive us for trusting in our works, money, pleasures, or anything in this world more than we trust in you. By your forgiveness, teach me to live, fear, love, and trust in you above all things. For you live and reign with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And we pray. Heavenly Father, you teach us to call upon your holy name in prayer every day. You promise to forgive our sins in Jesus' sake. You promise to work for our good through the suffering, sickness, persecution, and tragedies that we face. For Jesus' sake, forgive us for failing to pray. Forgive us for cursing, for swearing falsely, for seeking help from Satan, and for lying or deceiving by your name. By your forgiveness, teach us to believe in your promises and in every joy and sorrow of life to pray, praise, and give thanks to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On this Tuesday, let's pray for deliverance against temptation and evil, for the addicted and despairing, for the tortured and oppressed, and for those struggling with sin. Let's pray for our first responders, doctors, nurses, and all those who work in nursing homes and hospitals. Pray for our deliverance from any pestilence, from all sedition, and especially from rebellion. Pray for our military personnel and our police forces. On this September 1st, we pray for those who celebrate their baptism, Jennifer, those who rejoice in the gift of holy matrimony, celebrating their anniversary, Jeremy and Angie. We pray in thanksgiving for the confession of faith made by Natron and Nicholas this past Sunday. We pray the Lord would grant um, healing and recovery for those who are ill or have had recently had surgery or are currently receiving treatment, Marcella, Jan, Ron, Brad, Janet, Timothy, Carol, and Pastor Linda, Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, Aaron, Roger, and Jean. We pray for those who are in hospice, especially Steve and Carol. Pray for all those grieving, especially the family of Virtus Brockman. Pray for those uh, who are isolated due to uh, being homebound and un- under COVID lockdown, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey. Pray for all the mission and mercy work of the Synod, LCMS World Relief and Human Care. Uh, our mission of the month actually is now the, for September, the Orphan Grain Train. We also pray for our missionary family, the Federowitz family. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. There we go. Let's pray our collect for this week. Almighty and merciful God, by your gift alone, Your faithful people render true and laudable service. Help us steadfastly to live in this life according to your promises and finally to attain your heavenly glory. 
Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today is also a commemoration, so we'll recognize that. Uh, it's the commemoration of Joshua. Joshua, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Ephraim, is the first mentioned in Exodus 17 when he was chosen by Moses to fight the Amalekites, whom he defeated in a brilliant military victory. He was placed in charge of the Tent of Meeting, Exodus 33, and was a member of the tribal representative sent to survey the land of Canaan, Numbers 13. Later, he was appointed by God to succeed Moses as Israel's commander-in-chief. Joshua eventually led the Israelites across the Jordan River into the Promised Land and directed the Israelites' capture of Jericho. He is remembered especially for his final address to the Israelites in which he challenged them to serve God faithfully, Joshua 24. Concluding with this, with these memorable words, quote, As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, your servant Joshua led the children of Israel through the waters of the Jordan River into a land flowing with milk and honey. As our Joshua, lead us, we pray, through the waters of our baptism into the promised land of our eternal home, where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we sing our hymn for this week. With the Lord begin your task. With the Lord begin your task, Jesus will direct it. For his aid and counsel has, Jesus will perfect it. Every morn with Jesus rise, and when day has ended, in his name then close your eyes, be to him commanded. Let each day begin with prayer, Praise and adoration On the Lord cast every care He is your salvation Morning, evening, and at night Jesus will be near you 
save you from the tempter's might, with his presence cheer you. With our Savior at your side, foes need not alarm you. In his promises confide, and no ill can harm you. All your trust and hope repose in the mighty Master, who in wisdom truly knows how to stem disaster. If your task be thus begun with the Savior's blessing, Safely then your course will run toward the promised pressing. Good will follow everywhere, all you here must wonder. You at last the joy will share in the mansions yonder. Thus, Lord Jesus, every task be to you commanded. May your will be done, I ask, until life is ended. Jesus, in your name be gone, be the day's endeavor. Grant that it may well be done, to your praise for That concludes our devotion for today, our congregation at prayer. I'm so glad to have you with us here on this Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. Uh, do keep our teachers and students in your prayers as they, uh, well, they have to remember how to be students again. They've been <laughs> away for so long, uh, especially the younger kids, right? They probably weren't that engaged with any of the online offerings, right? So um, super long vacation. So, God willing, uh, there'll be patience both on the students' behalf and also the teachers, and they'll make it just fine, back up to speed. All right, Lord be with you all, and we'll see you again tomorrow.